Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Um, we love him when it's all things big in tennis, but I bet he is across this article. Tennis is in the middle of an incredible boom in Australia if the 2022 Google search trends are anything to go by. Mm. This according to Fox Sports News. The racket sport and its athletes dominate the list of most search subjects. So just paraphrasing, Ash Barty and Nick Kyrgios top the chart ahead of PM Anthony Albanese, who incredibly sits behind them in third. And then the Australian Open is one of the most Googled events ever in Australia. Brett Phillips, good morning to you. Well, uh, good morning, uh, gents. I don't want to put you out of a job, but uh, maybe if you could just pass it on to SCN Management, it might elevate us to uh, <laughs> maybe the, the primetime breakfast slot. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fantastic? Yes. <laughs> what, what, where the hell have you been, by the way, Bruno? What, what have you been up to, mate? Well, I'm actually just having a little bit of downtime here. So yes. month of December, it does allow me to do that. But yeah, it just it wound down from a, a massive tennis season, which really wrapped up at the end of November with the Davis Cup and we had the ATP finals. So November was a, a big month in tennis and all eyes now towards uh, January. And as I start to look at my January calendar, uh, there won't be a day off in January. So I'm just soaking up a, just a little bit of downtime in a season with the shortest off-season. So what do we get in Bris Vegas? What, what will we have up here? Well, look, it's, first of all, uh, Pat, I mean, having you know, been up in Brisbane, obviously, a couple of months ago and getting back out to Pat Rafter Arena, people were so excited that they're going to have some professional yeah. tennis back. Uh, obviously, uh, Brisbane has missed out for a couple of years. So, look, the new uh, United Cup uh, is going to be an interesting watch. Uh, it's, it's fascinating because today they've just announced uh, the Hopman Cup is going to return to tennis uh, to be played in France, which seems a little odd after 30 years in Perth. But we know that uh, the ATP Cup replaced the Hopman Cup and now the United Cup is replacing the ATP Cup. So I think any time you can bring men's and women's tennis together, it's it's a good thing. That's what people loved about the Hopman Cup, that mixed doubles format. We love mixed doubles in, in the Grand Slam. So yeah, Brisbane, Perth and Sydney will play host to the group stages uh, what from the 29th of December, which is not too far away. So uh, I, I suppose the, the, the disappointing part for Brisbane is that they don't get the women's event, the Brisbane International. And as we know, when the ATP Cup started, uh, the, the women got pushed out onto the outside courts, which they weren't too happy about. But my understanding is you guys creep closer to the Olympics that they will... Uh, continue to refurbish Pat Rafter Arena with a second court is my understanding, and that you know th- those two tournaments can sort of be side by side for many years. So that that's the long term, but in the short term, I just encourage everyone who loves tennis in your neck of the woods to to get out and pack uh, Pat Rafter Arena, which they've always done in the past. So. I can't see it being any different uh, this year or into next year. Uh, no, we look forward to it very much. Uh, the, a review, um, the balance of power probably about to change in tennis, do you think, Brett? Well, I think it's a great time, Heels, to be totally honest. I mean, we end the year with, you know, a 19-year-old world number one 
in Carlos Elcarez. We've got another young guy who really just announced himself as well in Holger Rune, the, the young boy from Denmark who's got into the top 10. And then you're still going to have a, a fairly cherry ripe Novak Djokovic coming back uh, mm-hmm. to launch his assault in Australia, having missed out last year. When I mean, he wins the ATP finals, in a lot of ways, I probably still think of him as the world number one heels because yeah. if he had played all the Grand Slams this year, he might have you know, taken uh, every major potentially. So as, as I've said in the past, I love when the generations clash. Uh, these young guys, are they're, they're, they're just, their dedication to their craft, their level of play is uh, phenomenal. And I think the older guys enjoy the challenge of these younger guys coming through to see if they've still got it. So, yeah, it's changing. And on the women's side, well, I mean, Iga Sviontek's about, you know, she's about two laps in front of the Melbourne Cup at the moment right uh, and the rest of the field. So they've got some work to do to catch Iga, who obviously just had an incredible year. And she's only 21 as well, mate. So she's got a long, long future yeah. in front of her. Yeah, it's incredible, Pat. I mean, she's about 6,000 points clear in the rankings. That's, that's yeah. You've got to win three majors in a row if you're going to overtake her. So... She has set the bar very, very high. Uh, she's a fabulous player. Um, I think in, in women's tennis, as much as we enjoy the variety of uh, champions of the last five years, I think we'd love to see some rivalries develop. We haven't had a, a really good rivalry in women's tennis for quite some time. So that'd be nice if that can be established. And, you know, as, as far as the Australians are concerned, I mean, look, they're you know, about certainly in the men's. Uh, the women's has got some work to do. There's no doubt about that. Um, you know, some, some girls generally need to take the next step and, and get out of that 100 to 200 bracket. Uh, Demonor and Kyrgios are, are doing a nice job as far as the men are concerned. We've got a few inside the top 100 who've mm. got the potential to climb a bit higher and they've just got to keep rolling up the sleeves and putting in the hard work. Tommy Yanovich? Well, she's had an incredible year and really uh, her ranking, uh, I think it sits at, 33 by year's end. Really, it should be somewhere between 20 and 30. Obviously, those Wimbledon points had have counted. But I think she's finally got the belief now uh, because no. I, I used to watch a lot of Isla's matches and think that she didn't have that self-belief to get to the finish line because technically she had the setup. Uh, but now that she's started to win some bigger matches and get to a couple of quarterfinals at the majors, I think she now feels like she actually belongs. And that, that's obviously huge, um, as we know, that internal self-belief. So let's see if she can... Yeah, climb a bit higher. She's really going to be our only sole Australian inside the top 100 because we know that Daria Savile is going to miss the bulk of next year you know, with that knee reconstruction, which is really disappointing for Dasha. But, yeah, I think Isla hopefully can bring her, her best overseas form to the Australian Open in January. Mm-hmm. It sounds like you think Jocker's probably still got the Australian Open covered. That's, that could produce some great matches there. Talk us through grass and then the French clay. Yeah, well, I suppose it's all going to depend on uh, Nadal. He's always a sort of a year-to-year proposition, and every time we write him off heels, he comes back and wins yes. two majors. I so thought he'd finished again. I'm oh, sorry think- about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you just keep thinking that, you know, Rafa hasn't got the capacity to get any more out of himself, but he's still highly driven. I mean, we hope that he gets to Australia in good nick. Um and then, obviously, the French, you know, people have got to dethrone him there, which has always been the tough task. And, and then Rafa's never backed up too well on the clay. Uh, sorry, on the grass of Wimbledon. So you'd have to say, if Djokovic plays a full schedule next year, he, he looks in terrific nick physically. 
And a bit of time out this year might be a blessing in disguise to prolong his longevity. And he wants all these records. So I think he comes back with as much hunger as he's ever had in his career. And, yeah, he's going to be very hard to dismantle. But these young guys are playing great tennis as well. So uh, bring it on. I think men's tennis is uh, it's top shelf at the moment. Are you of the belief that Kyrgios has made turned the corner? Is he to be loved by the Australian public? Uh, has he got the attitude now where this does matter as a career and I'm going to try and, you know, grab every last ounce out of it? Oh, look, Pat, I'd say this, uh, that, you know, having followed Nick for a long time, I mean, it's hard to forward predict too far. Um, obviously, this year has been, uh, from his standards or where he has been the last few years, has been terrific. Um, you know, the majority of the time that he played, he had success. Uh, he's never going to be totally in love with the sport. I mean, he basically wound up singles, you know, well before the majority of the playing group. And we saw him right at the back end just play the ATP finals with Kokonakis. Uh, but look, you know, certainly he's capable. Uh, he, he, we've got a lot of belief out of this year that, yes, uh, there is still a window for me to maybe win a major. Um, but he's going to have to really roll up the sleeves and dig in because that's still his challenge is to go two weeks of a major and, and, and win one yeah. of these things. So, um, I, look, I just hope he stays in that zone. The, the good part for Nick is he's, he's just got a really good solid base off court around him at the moment, which is really important. So let's hope that continues and that also gives him a chance. Awesome, mate. Really appreciate your thoughts. We are running out of time here. Enjoy your break. Enjoy Christmas. Uh, we'll look forward to chatting in the new year because we know uh, January is your favourite time of the year. Brett Phillips, thanks, mate. Thanks, Brett. Thank you, James. Merry Christmas. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks okay. a lot.